Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. We are back live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. I hope everybody enjoyed their Labor Day weekend. I, for one, am glad it's over and we can get back to the business of stuff. It's like everything just comes to a halt for a few days. I did not need things to come to a halt. I have momentum. I like it when it keeps rolling. It's like, ah, days off. I'm kidding, man. I enjoyed a good day off. Enjoyed college football kickoff weekend. Um, Really, I probably watched more football this past weekend than I did all of last year. I don't think I'm exaggerating when I tell you all that. I uh, I'd really unplugged 2020 and and beyond 2021 2022. I I did watch the the better part of the COVID year. Mike Leach's first year at state. Granted, there were hardly any people in the stands, but I did watch that because we fought so hard to try to get it to happen that I wasn't going to take a victory lap and not watch it. So, <clears throat> and when I say we, make sure I, I was no part of that, but I was part of the people online raising hell on the radio, raising hell. You know, got to play college football, got to play college football. I was doing the same thing about high school sports. Again, don't forget, Tate Reeves, he's a, he, himself or the people in charge anyway, decided that only two parents could go see their kids play high school football in a big outdoor stadium. Grandma couldn't go see little Timmy play his last game. But uh, but Tate could go, to the, could go to a Trump event at the White House and sit out in the yard with no mask on i digress i, I honestly god i wasn't trying to go down that 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 road today but neither here nor there football's back congratulations mississippi state congratulations to ole miss and gosh i hate it for southern fans i do not know if y'all want i assume southern beat all corn we're gonna give them the benefit of the doubt i assume southern beat all corn uh jack state mm, mm, what happened that stings i know look i'm a mississippi state fan we've lost games we ain't supposed to lose too so, it happens. JSU will bounce back. Or was it all Dion? Speaking of Dion, we're going to get to him. Had a huge win. But it was what he said after that win. That's got, a, that's got some sand in my crawl. So, we're going to get to Dion. But first, look. There most likely would not be a Clay Edwards show. If it wasn't for a fella who agreed to sit down with me and give me an interview. August 30th, 2020. That man was Doug Shanks. Coach Shanks is what most people called him. He was a former city commissioner in Jackson. And for y'all that don't know, there was a Jackson used to have a different form of government. It was a commissioner and mayor, and both they were kind of the, kind of equal. 
Doug was commissioner. I think Dale Danks was mayor. I had to, you know, I can't remember. They ended up running against each other for a legendary race, Shanks first Danks. But back in the early 80s, 81 or so, 82. Anyway, Doug was uh, legendary with that. And, he, um, and I'm going to read some stuff from Fred. But Doug gave me an interview. I went out to his house and sat down. Fred was there. It's when I first started really hanging out with him. We grew up together, but you know, you go 20 plus years without seeing somebody. It's, it's hard to sit there and say we were best friends for 20 years. Do consider him my best friends, some of my best friends now. Him, his brother Sims, the whole family. They really opened up their family to me. I spent Christmas with them this last year. <clears throat> so, sat down, and one of the things I took away from that interview, and it's a, I posted it on my Facebook page. I still got it. The lighting ain't worth a crap. But it's up there. And man, Fred, uh, Doug told so many, so many great stories. It was really phenomenal. But uh, we, he passed away yesterday after a battle with lymphoma. I'm sure the funeral announcements and all will be here soon. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna read a read a quote or a post from Fred about Doug real quick. So y- y'all bear with me. I'm a I'm gonna try not to cry while I do this. But this may be a morning where you hear a uh, you hear a grown man get choked up on the radio because uh, Mr. Doug treated me like family, you know, and Fred and them are like Fred and Sims and their family are like my family. So here we go. Work with me through this. This is from Fred Shanks because I wanted to let everyone know that Coach Shank passed away peacefully this morning. We found out a month ago he had lymphoma and passed away due to complications of chemo toxicity. Our family and I cannot express how much we love, how much love we feel from all the calls and texts. If you knew Coach, the word character comes to mind, and that would be an understatement. He lived a full life and was a bit of a Forrest Gump. It's so true. The first part of his adult life was as a politician, and I would say operated like a pirate. He started out in the early 70s as the spokesman for the city of Jackson, and shortly thereafter ran for ran for the job of city commissioner, which he won and became the first Republican member of the commission. As a commissioner, he was over the police department, the fire department, and sanitation. He brought many African Americans on to work in different city departments, which was unheard of during that era. The city was run so well even, and I've heard this story, that the LAPD, that's right, the big old LAPD would come to train with the JPD. And one of the things that uh, I believe he told me about that they trained on was how to lock a city down when you've got a, a criminal on the loose, you know, basically how to smoke them out. Very interesting stuff. All right, continuing. He was instrumental in helping form what would become the Republican Party in Mississippi. He got involved with Charles Reed and Gil Carmichael and became Gerald Ford's campaign manager in Mississippi. At the time, the Mississippi delegation voted in a unit block, but that all changed. In Mississippi, I'm sorry, that all changed in 1976. During the 76 Republican National Convention in Kansas City, the state delegates split the vote right before the vote was due. Mississippi delegation got into a fist fight on the convention floor, and a young Haley Barber stepped in to break it up. The nomination, the nomination for president, came down to the Mississippi delegation, and Ford had the votes. This story was covered pretty well in the in the book Mississippi Politics by Nash and Taggart, which I actually got uh, Mr. Doug's book or Fred's copy of it in my house. I read this very chapter. 
Uh, it was covered in the book Mississippi Politics by Nash and Taggart. Good read if you're a politico. Uh, later, Coach would make a run for mayor of Jackson as a Republican, but lost out to Dell Danks. Fifty years later, I got into politics, and I got, and not a day goes by that when I introduce myself to someone and they hear my name, they pause and say, "Are you related to Doug?" He really left his mark. And uh, kind of in closing here, his real passion was baseball, and he lived and breathed it till the end. He started out coaching in Babe Ruth, Connie Mack, and American Legion ball. He brought the Jackson Mets to Jackson while he was commissioner and named the stadium after two of his deceased friends, Smith and Wills. He started the Jackson 96ers baseball team and became a leader of young men. He sent countless men to, col- on co- to college on scholarship through his nationwide contacts in the coaching community. Later, he became the head baseball coach at Mississippi Valley State University, becoming the first white coach of the Big Three in the SWAC. The baseball field had been condemned by the city when he got there. And by the time he left, they had built a real new stadium, or he built a real stadium. He never hung up his cleats. He continued coaching high school football and most recently was helping coach Hartfield Academy. In his desk, we found a – this is a tough part. In his desk, they found a list of pallbearers that was handwritten like a baseball lineup. Says, uh, he will be missed. He loved you all, even the ones that went to Ole Miss. (laughs) I want you to do something right now. I want you to pull out a piece of paper. And you know the very first show I ever did, the very first Clay Edwards show on this station right here. And what we actually call the Clay Edwards show. Stuff I did on the internet was referred to as the Save Jackson podcast. The very first Clay Edwards show I ever did. It was, uh, how many pallbearers are there? Six? Twelve? I can't even remember. It's a six, right? Maybe judged by twelve and carried by six. Yeah, six. Write down six people's names that you know for a shadow of a doubt that if something happened to you today, that the, the loved ones in your life could call them and you know that they would be there to be your pallbearer. Are you close enough with six people that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, they'll say yes if your parents or loved ones or wife or husband call and ask them to be your call and ask you to be their pallbearer. Not as easy as you may think. Not as easy as you may think. I'm gonna do it here, here during the break and try not to offend anybody whose name I leave off the list because of course those will always be the ones that will really show up. Won't it? Anyway, rest in peace to Mister Shanks. Uh, he left a hell of a legacy behind. One of the reasons me and Fred first got back together was because they, him and uh, Vincent had wrote that book, the long, A Long Way Home, The History of South Jackson. I know y'all have heard me talk about that book a lot on the show. I think it's great. If you grew up in South Jackson at any time pr- prior to 90, you know, the 90s, or you know, by the end of the 90s, if you grew up in South Jackson in the 70s, 80s, 90s, you need to check out the book. It's phenomenal. Just the history of South Jackson. Learned so much about the place I grew up in. I learned more about the place I grew up in in that book than anything I learned in school. Phenomenal. Continued education is a hell of a thing. But one of the reasons that we did that video is because Fred just said, he's a hey man, coach is getting older. Would love to, he got all these great stories. Would love to get them on video, you know, just to have it or audio, whatever. 
And we did several more interviews over the years here at the radio station. Him and uh, Vincent Venturini came in once. I think maybe did one more. And uh, last time I saw Coach, he was like, Clay, it's time to change the intro to the show. <laughs> he said, it's getting old. He listened every day. And um, I, that, so it's been on my mind a lot lately about changing up the intro to the show. It is a bit long-winded, and I'd like to short it down to about 30 seconds, honestly. And uh, I tell you, the last time we went and did something was uh, – I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about this. It's, it's like Fight Club. Um, you um, The thing about Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. But there's a certain fellow that hosts a Christmas party around town every year. And uh, he invites a bunch of uh, media and Politico folks. And you know, I've had the honor of getting to go the last two years. And this year I went with Fred, and Fred brought his dad. And uh, he, had a, he had a heck of a time. I just remember we were sitting out in the parking lot, kind of at the car, waiting on Fred to get back out to the car. He was buying a pair of shoes. <laughs> Don't ask. And, um, man, we just had a great conversation. So I, I, I cherish those memories, the stories, the stories about the KGB, agent, KGB agents running around Jackson from from FBI agents and uh, him taking them fishing out at the reservoir to bringing the Mets to Jackson. Just so many great stories. Uh, we've got a lot of them on tape. I hope you guys will go check that out. It's on my YouTube channel, Clay Edwards. Just go search Doug Shanks. Or it's on my Facebook page. Just go, you'll see it. And uh, one, of the things I wanted, one of the things I really took from that conversation before we go to the break here and we shift gears is, and I've given him credit for this multiple times, I would not live in Brandon if it wasn't for the recommendation of Doug Shanks. Now, Doug was a Jacksonian through and through, a South Jacksonian through and through. Lived forever in Alterwoods subdivision. One of the questions I asked Doug at the time, because I was still living in South Jackson, you know, just a, like, a, like a domestic violence victim. I mean, that, was, that was my relationship with Jackson. It would do a little good, and I'm like, oh, I, I can forget the bad. You know, an abusive relationship I was in with the city of Jackson. But I asked him, I said, what, what area in the state, man, just most reminds you of 80s, 90s South Jackson, as far as like the community feeling and people knowing each other's names and neighborhood uh, camaraderie, uh, community pride, all that. And he goes, this is right here. We were at his house in downtown, in downtown Brandon. He said, right here, 39042 Brandon, Mississippi. And I moved after that. It was shortly after, about, about a year. Well, that was in August 30th, so by, by March I had moved, so within about six months, I moved to down well to Crossgates, and now I'm a block away from him in downtown Brandon, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's the best place I've ever lived. Absolutely. All right. If you got any thoughts on Coach, you got any memories you want to share, I'd love to hear them this morning. Phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1943. Come back. I want to get into prime time. Deion Sanders had a huge win and then turned right around and had to make it about his blackness. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, 
You're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.